You're listening to Run, Thrive, Survive with Sierra Carter. With Sierra Carter. If you're looking for more energy, more productivity, and just an overall happier life, you're right where you need to be. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Run, Thrive, Survive. A quick tip edition. I'm Sierra, your host. And as usual, we are here to run our lives and not let life run us together, you know, because, you know, we're here. Running is pretty much our therapy. And, you know, I I know we've had this talk before, guys. I literally work as a therapist. I know running is not the only therapy you should do, but like, that's what we're here. We're here to have the vulnerable discussions. We're here to have the open discussions. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, but these quick tip additions aren't really so much as a deep dive inside of the thoughts and the feelings of a runner, but kind of, kind of more topic focused, right? Like today we're really going to focus on, you know, what does anxiety show up as in you? And it, I was thinking about this like while I was on a run one day and we do it. it, God, I don't know how to explain it, but it's really hard to manage anxiety when you don't know what anxiety does to your body, right? Like I've had these things going on for years and I never would have called it anxiety because I never considered myself to be someone that has anxiety because there was such a stigma about it where, oh, you can't take tests regularly or you can't do this. But, you know, as I've gone to school, as I've become a therapist, I've realized that's just not how it goes. Like anxiety shows up in everybody. It just it's kind of it kind of depends on how it shows up in you. And sorry, guys, got an email. But like as you become a runner, as you get more in tune with your body, like as us runners and health nuts are, you start to realize different things about yourself that show up in different ways. And that's kind of like where I want to take this podcast today is I want you to slow down for a second. I want you to look at how anxiety or these emotions are showing up in your body, because if you're not careful, they're going to show up in your run, whether that's a positive thing or that's a negative thing. I know a lot of us will say, oh, if I'm angry, I can just run it off. It will be fine. Or my anger and anxiety fuel my run. And I've joked about it. Like you've seen it on my Instagram. Like I put on a wall, it said, why do you run? And I said, oh, anxiety. But the truth is it might not be the best thing for you. So that's, that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. And I just want to give you some main points. And these are things that I've learned along my journey in running and kind of managing emotions and other things to, you know, propel me in my career, to propel me in my social life, to propel me in life. And I just want to go over those main points. So without further ado and me blabbering on, let's talk about it. The first main point I want to bring up is how does your body feel when you are anxious, right? Like this is the first thing you're going to notice. Not only is it maybe like reoccurring thoughts and like constant like rumination over something, but like how does your body feel? And it's really easy to put off and say, oh, I'm numb. But I've noticed a lot my chest feels heavy. Like I get paralyzed. And I mean, as you talk more and more about body language, right? When people are in a state of fear, when they're in a state like they feel threatened, it's freeze, fight, or flight, or fight, flight, freeze, fight, you know, whatever it is. But the first thing we always do is freeze. Like we freeze as human beings. And I notice, like when I'm in an anxious state, I freeze. I don't move. I 
really minimize how I'm breathing, which is not a good one. And that is a huge reason like why, why people always push breathing exercises because when you are anxious, you get shallow breaths. When your body is not getting enough oxygen, it will go into a state of panic. Hence, while some people do hyperventilate and while deep breathing exercises are so crucial, if you notice this is how you are. So again, get in tune with yourself. I know you're a runner. I know you can run through hard things, but like, what does anxiety look like outside of running? You know, what does it, are you shaking in the afternoons? Are you like having trouble focusing? I, you know, again, like I said, it feels like, you know, there's an elephant sitting on my chest. I get paralyzed. It gets touching things. Doesn't really feel correct. That's how anxiety shows up in me. So I'm curious, like, just ask yourself, like, how does it show up in yourself? Because that's how you're going to notice it. And that's how you're going to notice like when it starts occurring. And that's how we're going to kind of like pinpoint like what you should change. And that's going to be a whole different episode. But the first thing is to just like recognize like what it does to your body. Because it took me, I mean, I'm, I went, I went to school for a therapist. It took me forever to even get in tune with my own body to realize what it shows up as and to realize I have more anxiety than I actually said I ever did. And it's not, it's not something you're making up. It's something that you start to notice. So my second main point I want to bring up is running it off doesn't always work. And this was kind of these next few thoughts kind of all mingle together. And I know this is completely different from just like even talking about how it shows up um, in your normal everyday life. But, you know, once we do recognize these, these things that it does to our body, right? I've noticed I don't run in the afternoons. So here, here, here's the background to that. I'm very, very anxious and I've, you know, written it, written it down, seen the behavior patterns that I'm anxious at 4 p.m., 3 to 4 p.m. every day. During that time, if you were to ask me to go for a run or even to work out, I say no because I feel heavy chested. I feel paralyzed. Like I feel like I have no energy. I can't move. I can't do anything. Now there are days where you have that energy anxiety, right? Where you're like, okay, I got to move. And you're like taking off down the street and you're faster than you've ever been. During those different periods of anxiety, it depends on how likely I am to go run it off because in the paralyzing state, running it off actually makes me hate running because I feel so heavy. So I want to, again, Get in tune with yourself. Is anxiety getting in your way or is it fueling it? Because you there are there are certain states that it can fuel it. Those jitters, like race anxiety, good for you, right? You probably run faster. Paralyzing life anxiety, probably not gonna even enjoy running that day. Is it bad to go for a run? Absolutely not. Running can't hurt this, but then you might blame yourself for not being a good running, good runner, right? Where you're like, oh, I should be faster. That race sucked. But, you know, you got the weight of life. You're carrying this boulder on the race with you of anxiety and you can't put it down. Like that's just a whole nother thing. So again, see how it shows up in your runs. See how the different anxiety affects you. And I also noticed this too, when I actually started crying at mile 12 or 13. And I've been having a lot of conversations with people lately, um, that they're getting very, very emotional in their running. And I, I found that interesting because during this last marathon I did, this was the first time I think I'd ever like teared up at mile 12 or between mile 12 and 13. And it wasn't because I was in pain. It wasn't because I was happy. I was halfway. I just teared up because there's so much going on in life. 
And I mean, like in every aspect of life, whether it's happy, whether it's negative, I just started crying during that time. And when I started talking to other people, they say, oh, they get emotional, but it's not because they're in pain. It's not because they want to stop. It's just, you know, anxiety shows up in our running. So I just found that like that's become another way anxiety that I wasn't really taking care of the best outside of running started showing up in my own running. Now, was I running fast? Yes. Was it bogging me down? No, not at that point. But it started showing up at a point where I noticed my emotional state changes. Now, emotional states during a marathon, that's a whole different podcast. But it's interesting once you start noticing how anxiety does show up in your life. And this may sound like you. And then finally, another big thing too that I anxiety has shown up um, in, in my life and another main point I want to get to because it highly affects your running is you'll hear so many people say, oh, I didn't eat correctly for XYZ or I wasn't hungry for XYZ. Well, I have realized over the past year that anxiety shows up in my eating. I am not hungry. Maybe you feel too sick to eat when it comes to being anxious, right? Like some people will not eat before a race because they're anxious. I won't eat throughout the day because I have so much anxiety. If something, you know, things are falling, falling around me in my life, it seems like the first four or five months, because it was, you know, it's hard to move into a new place. I'm not super great with change. I've been open and honest about that. I'm not going to pretend I'm the best person that can move across the U S start a new life and be completely fine. No, It took me so long to even finish half a meal where I'd go back to Florida or to my parents' house where I felt safe, where I felt secure, and I would just eat all this food. But in a new place, I was having a lot of trouble. I didn't have an appetite. Now, that showed up in my running pretty quickly because when you're not fueled right, your runs really suck, and then that whole domino effect starts. So again, look at this. Look at what how anxiety shows up in your life and why is is it affecting your running? Is it affecting your career? Is it affecting your relationships? Because if it is, that's when you can start mitigating around it. So I'm giving you some homework. I'm giving you some food for thought. Maybe think about it while you're in the car, whatever it is, just having this open, vulnerable conversation with yourself. Give yourself permission to have it. How does anxiety show up in your life? Are you able to continue to function? Or are these small nuances that, you know, maybe aren't blatantly obvious, these small nuances holding you back from maybe being successful in your career? Maybe it's making you second guess everything you do. Maybe it's making you an emotional wreck and people are noticing it. Maybe it is getting in the way of your running because you just can't even fuel properly. And on top of that, maybe it's just getting in the way of your life because you're always tired because you're not eating and fueling properly. And I mean, I guess because I don't have the problem, but going on the other side of it, maybe you are overeating and that is a problem in itself. Maybe it's overeating sweets and the wrong foods. You know, just taking this entire episode, you guys, to recognize how anxiety is showing up in your life is going to be so crucial moving forward. Because I like to say, like, I've been having this conversation with a lot of people. It's October now. October, we are going to focus and hone in our, on our, in on ourselves because winter's around the corner and we all know seasonal depression is a real thing. But right now we've got lots of races going on. We've got kind of cool weather here coming in Utah. We are going to push 
through that. We are going to start getting more in tune with ourselves, having that vulnerable conversation that a lot of us runners don't like to have because we think we're tough and we can run it off, but it's going to catch us if we don't do the prep work now. So you guys start here on this podcast, this October, we're talking about anxiety. We're getting ahead of anxiety. We're getting ahead of seasonal depression for ourselves so we can stay running, so we can stay healthy. And so our body doesn't just break down and get sick all the time in this winter. Because I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. I keep saying that there's so many podcasts in this one, but I want us to be mentally, physically strong and ready to endure a winter that we do not feel like we are bogged down by depression and snow and coldness and just like, what the heck? is going on. So take this time today, have that vulnerable conversation with yourself sometime this afternoon and just list all the ways that anxiety is showing up in your life and see what the nuances are doing to the outcomes that you want. Are you getting closer to your goals or is it constantly getting in the way? And then after that, you guys, I want you to go for a really long run because why not just sit and think about it on your run or honestly take this homework Go on a run and think about it while you're running. Give yourself something to do. Other than that, guys, we'll be back here again next week with um, a couple more points on anxiety and also hitting the negative wall because we got that negative Nancy inside our head. So I'll see you guys here again next week. Until then, get out there and run your lives before life runs you. Bye, guys. Hey, hey.